Welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast. Each week we sit down and discuss our favorite lore topics from within the Destiny universe. Specifically, we intend to take a close look at a specific question that has been nagging us and potentially the Destiny community as a whole. To fulfill that, our discussions tend to assume that you already have some background in the Destiny lore. Despite that, our goal is to be as lighthearted and welcoming to everyone as possible. With that out of the way, let's dive into this week's topic. Alright, welcome to the Spin Foil Theory Podcast with your hosts, Taylor B. and The Bagels. Hello there! How do? And very special guest, Lady Lucy. How are you doing, Lucy? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Alright, glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. So, this week, with our, with, without, uh, maybe I'll make some, some of that banter, banter, banter from, uh, from <laughs> earlier, but, uh, but uh, this week, um, we, have, we have a very cool theory. Uh, Lady brought this theory to us, and, um, you know, we were, we were both taken with it almost immediately, no pun intended. That's so bad. Why did you? Get out of here. Oh my god! <laughs> I knew what I was doing there. I knew what I was doing there. So, um, it it is sort of it is sort of format. We're gonna we're gonna give the reins to her, and then Bagels and and I are gonna are gonna sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the enjoy the spin foil. Enjoy the spin foil. I dig it. I dig yeah, it. Yep. Yeah. So uh, so what you got for us, Lucy? So. Preface, I didn't come up with this theory. I saw it on Twitter by the the cool guy named Anon Pig on Twitter. He's a cool guy. He Friend does a lot of more stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he thought about how, you know, Bungie created the concept of Wish Dragons, you know, the Ahamkara. And the Wish Dragons gain become stronger, as we've seen in the lore. I mean, look at the size of Riven, for example, um, by granting wishes. And this is where it gets a little meta. The Ahamkara know they're in a video game. They have addressed us, the player, not necessarily us, the Guardian, mm-hmm. and they want out. And now, this might be a little little conspiracy theory-ish. I mean, we are on the Spin Foil Theory podcast, so, you know, it makes sense. But I've seen a lot of memes and stuff on Twitter about how, like, you know, real-life stuff is now popping up in Destiny. Like, for example... um, Back in 2017, I believe, is when this was. Yeah. Um, There was a mysterious sphere found on Mars. It's kind of creepy, you know, right? I mean, that was technically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then on top of that, um, uh, three weeks ago, I think. I'm not sure when this was, but um, scientists create robot blobs that swarm together for protection. Cough, cough, Siva, anyone? <laughs> oh my. And oh then my. recently, um, an in- uh, immense ancient dark period is buried in Alaska. Not sure if it's clickbait or not, but I was just like, huh. Okay, so, so I, I, really, I really appreciate the dark pyramid being, being there in Alaska, but I, I also have to add, like, Stop me if I'm wrong, you guys, but, like, did your mind also maybe go to Alien vs. Predator? Oh, no. Oh, no, that... I know that's that's substantially worse. (laughs) (laughs) I think think that's... I don't know what's worse, Destiny being real or Aliens vs. Predators being real. Those are both pretty 
dark. Yeah, Alien vs. Predator doesn't really do much for us. No, we, 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 we're, we're going to die, or if the Traveler is real, then the collapse is going to happen, and we're going to die. I mean, it sounds like no matter what, as Osiris we has die. pointed out this season, yeah, the barrier for entry is death. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's the, like, basic overview of the theory, TM, is that um, us, the players... Uh, have inadvertently caused starting to cause destiny plot points to start to happen. Oh, there also is this there was a scientist that was studying uh Mars and her last name was Bray. <laughs> like Oh god. Huh. She, yeah, she she found uh, some uh blue ice spot. Yeah, she or found blood. some ice yep. in craters on Mars, which I mean that's I super hope, cool, but I hope she doesn't name her like, son Clovis. I hope not. <laughs> or that there's like no no offense no offense, Ms. Bray. But I hope you have no clopuses in your, <laughs> in your But yeah, so the actual I guess lore tab that actually where the Ahamkara address us the player is the claw of Ahamkaras, the you know, exotic warlock gauntlets. And uh the lore tab is as follows. The mind is malleable, filled with transient and fleeting ideas. Let us shape it so that you may see infinite splendor of the universe. It's suffocating here, this prison. Do us a favor, O bearer ours. Fill your mind. Invite us to enter the realm of your capir- caprius. Capricious. God, da- capricious. God damn it, I fucked it up. <laughs> you your mind is vicarious, added with worry and doubt. We will extinguish these. We can extinguish these trifles. Would you like that? Yes, we are here. We are not the photons on your screen, or the voice in your head, or the words you you read. Shut your eyes tightly, and you may see us. At least a part of us. Make us real, and in turn we shall um, refine your thoughts, your dreams. So it's like, well, fuck. <laughs> It's it's hard not to read that, and as the player go, uh, yeah, the uh, <laughs> the Amkara are specifically speaking to us as as the players and not as the yeah. guardian. It's... Yeah, I love the part where they're like, "We are not photons on your screen." That's where I was like, "Oh no, no, <laughs> please no." And they're not the only, I guess, people, group, things, entities that are um... fourth wall breaking. Mm-hmm. Yes, the nine also have fourth wall broken. In the, um, you know how back in season of the Drifter, how every week we would have the, we would go to the nine, we would do the little stuff for the nine, and then we would go to the, to the, I almost said dreadnought, the derelict, Drifter's Mm -hmm. ship, and the nine would talk to us. One of them, the Nine, were talking to the Emissary. I don't remember the exact quotes, but they were mad. And the Emissary was like, they have more power than any of us. Any of us. And they were like, what power? And they're like, and the Emissary said, they can leave the game. They can leave. They were literally, they weren't, at first I was talking about, you know, the, the game of light and dark, you know, because we're kind of in that middle point. Because, you know, we're outside of the but no they were literally talking about us the player we can you know step we can we can pause not once i pause but you know we can 
turn off our Xbox or PC we can or leave whatever the we're playing. Yeah, we can just literally, you know, Alt F4, you know, <laughs> remove from, like, you know, like, we can do that. They can't. They are basically in this little bubble, and they want, I just think that's so crazy that the Nine do that, want that, want out, and the Ahamkara. I think that's kind of terrifying. And we know Ahamkara can, you know, warp reality, and think about how many people play Destiny. That's a lot. And I know a lot of people like jokingly say, oh man, it'd be so cool if Destiny was real, but you know, that's still an innate wish, you know, a desire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even if it's, even if they're like, oh, I'm just joking. Do you think an Ahamkara cares? No. Desire is desire to them. That's why, that's why Mara was so angry, or not angry, closed off about having anyone else access Riven but her. Because she knew if anyone else talked to Riven, Riven would be like, hi there. How you doing? They oh, are... you have desire for this? Oh, that's cool. I'm gonna eat that. They are extremely tricky beasts. Yeah, and there's numerous references throughout the, the lore of them just essentially turning a wish against this user um, mm -hmm. in, in just a way that they didn't expect it to. Yeah, my personal favorite is the lore in the book. It's the Dreaming City lore book. It's called Azerim. It's probably one of my... Not one of my favorite lore entries, but... It definitely shows the gotcha of uh, Ahamkara. Because mm -hmm. TLDR, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's long, but um, Azerim is an Ahamkara. It's kind of during the... Uh, I don't think this is after... This is... They know the, at this time the Awoken, they, they kind of know that Ahamkara aren't exactly... You know, the best. The, the great the great hunt hasn't happened yet, so he's just kind of. He's like, I'm just I'm just gonna chill here. You know, it's fine. I'm not gonna do anything wrong. Me, I I would never. Then they then then um, uh. He's like, oh, let's 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 have a little dance party, and they have a dance party, and he they're all like doing a conga line, and he leads them off the cliff, and they all die. Like, they're yeah. crazy. Ahamkara crazy. Yeah. I really right. like this conga line, though. <laughs> this conga line? Like I don't really know if they're actually... A I mean, basically, um, Azrim basically started by telling them a story. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was telling them a story, and everyone was so enthralled by this story he was telling that he just was like, oh, guys, come on, follow me. He, like, literally, like... I think my one of my favorite things is the last thing he said because he can fly. They they can't. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Come, let me sing to you of extinction. Let me sing to you of lives lost in beautiful places. Oh, audience mine, sing with me, sing." And then you know, they start. This is in the Garden of Acela, by the way. So you can literally go to where this happened and just sit there and be like, "Damn, these people literally walked to their deaths here." That's kind of fucked up. Right? I do that sometimes. I just kind of sit there in the garden. I'm like, this place is so pretty. This is kind of sad. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah. And um, from the people, and for those who who happen to glance toward the garden from far off pavilions, it seems like a merry parade. You know, they're just like, oh, they're just, they're just having fun. They're just doing a little dance, you know, whatever. But they didn't hear the people go, ah, splat. And die. So yeah, Amkara are not to be messed with. 
Well, yeah, Tulula learned that the hard way, didn't she? Yep. That's another. Lots, and then. Yeah, that's another fun one. There's a lot of different. Um, also, one of the uh, hunter vanguards. Yeah, she ended up making the deal with the Ahamkara. That's Tulula. Yeah, yeah, she. It yeah, was for yeah, a card uh, game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah was, the card game. Yes, yes. It was for a card I game. I forgot her name for a second. I and, was like, and she, because hmm. uh, uh, Tallulah is who I want to say is, like, she's first mentioned as, uh, if you get Andal Brask's ship, the... Uh, yeah, she was the, a mentor to him, yeah. I think. <laughs> and she was the first Hunter Vanguard, right? Yes. And that's how the story goes. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and yeah, she loses a card game to an Ahamkara. And the Ahamkara's like, mmm, tasty. <laughs> well, I think she like, I think she hands her gun or something off to uh, to Andal, just like, hey, like that's how it goes. Like, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely. Let me let me check because I had written out. Da, 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 da. Yes. Um. No, there was. It was Ta- uh, Tallulah Fairwind, so she was killed. Mm-hmm. She gave the gun to to Caliban. Oh yeah, Caliban. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, because there was wait. Caliban. Eh, there was Caliban, and then it was someone else, and then it was someone else, and then it was Andalrask. So what do we know about Caliban? Because Caliban is also the name of uh, Tycho's uh, fire team that we failed to rescue. Let's see. Caliban is... 8 is literally only mentioned in the lore tab where we... The Tyranny of Heaven lore tab. And Caliban is only mentioned in that one. So it's really uh, interesting because the other place you hear Caliban is in that strike. Yeah. I wonder. And that's mm-hmm. the name of that fire team that Tycho 4 belongs to. So I wonder if maybe she had his gun had this gun that Tallulah had passed on. Possibly. I'm not sure. Yeah. Bagels can't so that's literally that. the only time. And they're an EXO, obviously. And uh, then after that, the next Hunter Vanguard was a Parjita 4. And they... We don't really know anything about them. And then there was another one who went missing and was basically declared dead. And then Andalbrask became the Hunter Vanguard. Maybe that Vanguard that went and was declared dead was the original Rat King Bagels. <laughs> Everybody's the Rat King now. <laughs> I mean, it's the Dread Pirate Roberts of the Destiny universe. <laughs> it really like, is. They are literally Legion. As long as someone has the capitalized sidearm. <laughs> I love you. I love going into Crucible with a full six stack and Iron Banner with that, with the Catalyst. <laughs> that's mean hearted on, on certain on certain maps that's like mean hearted it really is um like the anomaly like oh my god yeah yeah the one who went missing was uh kauko swift river he went missing during a mission is officially declared dead two years later and he's positioned kind of just him going missing uh the, per- the interesting part about this guy is the person who he took the dare, who's going to basically replace him, and the Vanguard dare, mm-hmm. also went missing. 
So there was, was literally Ando. no one to fill the seat. Maybe they That's was That's why Ando Brask eventually takes the spot. Well, he gets... Well, yeah, but he loses... Like, so basically he lost the, Vanguard, the dare with yeah. Cade, which is why. He's so correct. the Vanguard puts out the dare to all the hunters knowing that it'll work, which is genius and also shitty. Yes. <laughs> well, I can't turn it down. <laughs> well, you're like, pretty much. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like you know you're being manipulated. Like, like God damn it. Well, now I have to, but F you. <laughs> pretty much. I bet there was a bunch of hunters who were like, I hope you fall down. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I'm just intrigued to see if Crow is going to become the new hunter. Then. I, I think the Crow. The Crow. Sorry, the Crow. Sorry. Don't Didn't don't don't disabuse him of his article. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Although we should, he doesn't need like that makes me that makes me. Like, like, Budgie, like, I love you to death, but that just makes me envision the Crow movies. And so now he's Jason Lee. And for some reason... I just think reason, it's interesting oh, yeah. that, um... I just don't understand why some people still hate Crow for what Aldrin did. Crow and Aldrin, they're different people. You can't just, hate yep. them. For, well, I guess in game purposes, uh, there's still some that hate him, and I, oh, I yeah, can no, understand the, the difficulty to separate the, the, there, fate. there's definitely, there's even like players, like people like on Twitter who are still on the I right. hate Aldrin Sov fan train. Right. Um, it just that, makes me mad. Yeah, it's, yeah, I can understand, um, I can understand it to a little bit of an extent, but still, it's 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 hard to not argue that he's completely separate as a persona. Like he comes off completely yeah. differently than Aldrin ever did. He has a different accent, <laughs> right? Exactly. So, Same voice actor, different, different. Accent. So, so I I actually submit that this is uh, who we're meeting as Crow is probably closer to Aldwin, Mara's brother, before. Oh, right, yeah. Before the collapse than Aldrin ever was. Because if you think about it, all Awoken that haven't been rezzed by their ghost, all Awoken are basically recreations of who they were, mind-fucked by Mara. Mm -hmm. Shit, you're right. Yeah. absolutely right. That's what I mean. Like, every, every Awoken, Petra included, sorry, everyone, Every Awoken that you know is that that is a natural born Awoken is someone who is created uh, in recreated in their image as Mara saw fit. That's not terrifying at all, right? <laughs> like I, I just I gotta put that out there. Like that is that is a hundred percent who they are. So the idea that the crow is a completely different person, I'm totally here for it, and I actually submit. That it's who Aldwin, if that is hit in fact his real name, who Aldwin was, is who qualified him to be a guardian. Not also Aldrin. True. Nothing yeah. Aldrin did ever kept him there. And like even in the Maraid, like uh the Maraid, the Maraid, however you want to say it, um Aldwin's like very different than Aldrin. 
Yeah. Even, even by her telling. Yeah. And then even in um uh before the Guardian Young Wolf the player, call it what you will. The little of the black before he goes to the Black Garden the first time, everyone like pretty much thought he was really cool and he was like beloved by the people. And then after going in the Black Garden and shit hit the fan, uh he kind of changed after that. Yes. He well, he was even even in the cutscenes, I feel like you could see a noticeable kind of like Hmm. It came up as like jealousy almost to an extent. Yeah. Um, yeah he definitely yeah. does not like guardians, or he didn't he like guardians. Because, he doesn't like uh, anyone who challenges attention from Mara. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because he just literally all of his stuff would have been fixed if Mara just you know wasn't such a butthead. <laughs> I mean, like if she. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. No. She's just, like, so secret. I mean, I know that's, like, her whole point. She's, you know, all aloof and mysterious and stuff. But, like, if she had just helped and, like, you know, treated Aldrin like a sibling, you know, like an actual like family, instead of, like, you know, keeping him at arm's, de- arm's reach far away, and he was all like, man... Like, everything he did, like, one of his lines in the, uh, you know, Forsaken was, he did, I he said, like, I did all of this for her. I mean, yes, he was being manipulated by Riven, and by extent, Savathun, and that, but all he wanted was he wanted his sister back. So that's I, all he wanted. But But that's because that's all that she programmed him to ever truly want. Well, fuck. <laughs> That's Look, I all feel that bad Mara... for him. I... You should. You should. That's why Crow is such a likable character. He's finally free of, like, external influence. Everything. I mean, outside of being a guardian, let's be honest. Although we do seem to have plenty of freedom of choice to stray from the light, like, one way or another. So I, I will... I think I, is interesting. Yeah. I will say that. Like, say what you want about, about the Traveler. There have... I don't know of any any beings originally, like, as we've encountered them, aligned to the darkness, that have ever strayed back toward the light. That is true. I mean, maybe, I mean, I guess you could argue that maybe Savathun is kind of that, you know? She's working she's out how like, to, I agree. Yeah. She's working out, she's kind of having an existential crisis right now. She's like, what am I? What is life? I don't know that she's necessarily reaching out to the light, though. You you can certainly make an argument that that there's a chance that she's doing that. But I think she's just looking out for number one, more or less. She's she's mostly concerned about her long long term survival. Well, that was. I mean, even even back in the uh, the Book of Sorrows that we have, uh, the only reason she wanted the mother or what became the wizard form was just because it extended her longevity. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she had no interest in it otherwise. Yeah, and then eventually, once they figured out, you know, the sword logic and everything else, and you know, I remember her going to Oryx, and she's just like, I don't know if this was the right choice. And that's was that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I know, but he gave her the gift of death. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, okay. 
Here you go. Yeah, and she was like, all right, I'm stronger now. I get it. I get it. I get the gist. Yeah. It's just, it's well, in, I just, I'm just in mainly intrigued for Witch Queen because I love the hive, obviously. And, um, I just want to, I just want another hive raid. I want hive armor again. I miss that. I mean, that dino armor, I think, is almost on point, but cooler. I'm digging the dino armor. As soon uh, as I saw so that, we're, all, like, oh, we're all in agreement, because we all team dino. I, I'm team dino, but I feel like hunters win either way. Exactly. Both those hunter <laughs> Some outfits. Some people are a little bit upset, though, that yeah. hunters got the um, uh, Godzilla theme, when really it should have been warlocks, because, you know, warlocks, you know, do the Kamehameha. That's literally. I disagree. I wholeheartedly disagree. I wholeheartedly disagree. Because gunslingers. Gunslingers can put it all in one instant shot. We were the OGs. We did it first. We did it first. We're like the Simpsons in the Destiny universe. Oh, Warlock, she liked to blink. That's neat. Pretty much. <laughs> That's why we like to confuse them with words they don't understand the meaning to. That's funny. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, hunters are definitely the Simpsons. Like, uh, like it or love it. Uh, <laughs> they're the Simpsons of the, uh, of the Destiny universe. You heard it here first, folks. Simpsons indeed, did indeed. it. <laughs> um, but, go, but going back to, uh, to Sabbath Inn, um, it's it's really interesting. She definitely wants to escape her contract, but I kind of have a, agree with Bagels that I don't know if that necessarily means that she's aligned with the light. That being said, do I think she would ally herself with the light if that meant she could escape her contract? F yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Definitely. She will, she will take whatever path she deems is appropriate at the correct time. With gusto. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> like, like absolutely with gusto. Like, and I actually feel like what's really, what's really funny about this is I feel like we'll probably have to. I I know the Witch Queen is obviously going to be about Savathun, but I would not be surprised if in that season we actually, uh, you know, killed her sister. I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah, because I don't think Savathun of the three actually had loyalty to the other siblings insofar as that loyalty solidified her survival based on the packs and, yeah. and, and, and things they were able to achieve. Now, that being said, one sibling's gone. If the one that's left is just like die hard, like, nah, this more pact is awesome. I am doing this. <laughs> for days you don't even know about have you seen this war look at me (laughs) i definitely i definitely see i definitely see her betraying that scares me the most out of the three sisters zivarath is scary like i think she's worse than savathun honestly zivarath of the three sisters reminds me of bobby b um for those of you who aren't uh are free folk that is a Robert Baratheon of uh, Game of Thrones before it went to shit on the TV. <laughs> before and, it went to shit. Yes. Yeah, before it went to shit. Because um, all of Bobby B's stuff is fantastic. But anyway, Bobby B makes a point at one point, what is better, five armies or one? 
and it's not that one is more sophisticated or has anything more going for it. It's just like it's clear and its focus is like very simple and that's easy to fucking get a lot of people to 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 push. You can have one clear chain of command and everybody just knows to follow it. Well, it, it, it was about purpose. It was like one army, one purpose, fucking smash everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you could have five different armies. I've got one that's like a fist. Because like that—that's the imagery he uses. Like like the five fingers are like one fist. It's like it's one fist. If you have most of the kingdoms, like you fucking win. Boom. And uh, yes. he he comes off very like uh, Ulysses S. Grant. Like I'm just gonna send wave after wave of my own dudes at you until you lose. But yeah, <laughs> I just—I don't know. I'm more worried about facing Zeverath because of the whole. We just only saw a little bit with, like, the Cryptoliths. That's scary. Because Cryptoliths, I've said this before and I'll say it again, Cryptoliths affect Guardians post-resurrection. Yep. Or, like, if they die and come back, Ziva Wrath, still there. Still, mm-hmm. still knocking on the brain. Hello, hello, let me in. Like, that's terrifying. Well, that's... yeah, and she's accepting all forms of warfare, including psychological. Yes. Do you... Do you think she gets stronger because of the Crucible? That's technically a form of warfare. Uh, I would say she's more likely to get stronger off of uh, us doing stuff or like things like Gambit than the Crucible. Because oh, the Crucible no. doesn't really involve her. Like, You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. But she did say through all aspects of war. And I guess us fighting each other is technically, I guess, a form of combat. I mean, if we're going psychological and we're fighting each other in preparation for fighting her, then ooh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I meant. Yeah, kind of like, like, we are doing war to um, you know, make ourselves stronger, but she yeah. literally says her core is war. Yeah. So, she and, gets stronger through war. So And just to round out my thought earlier, like, she's gonna... The reason I agree that uh, I brought that up, uh, Robert Baratheon and all that, is uh, just to just to say, like, I agree, she'll she'll be the most difficult to try and negotiate with, because she's just gonna hammer you. She's not like a different structure of different people. Like she doesn't have a pyramid of things you can take out from under her. She is just about fighting. If you kill something, you probably enable her to become stronger. If if you go after her like the way we went after Oryx or Crota. You try to take out her pyramid, like, okay, like, I just grew suck at fucking, like, super thick tree trunk legs (laughs) where the pyramid used to be, and you can't even cut it now because you tried to war me. (laughs) Like, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, however we kill her, it's going to be, like, starving her. Yeah. I'm I'm frankly kind of curious about that sort of thought process because I don't know if... If Zivu Wrath actually gets stronger from the, the from us waging war, or if it's actually just the, the full concept of sword logic, where killing still makes you stronger, the I like I know I get the argument that um, that she's essentially the high god of war, but I, I'm still a little bit conflicted on whether or not it's solely based on her her waging warfare, or if it's actually the act of killing. And her her underlings still tithing up to her in in the same sense that Oryx was being being fed ties. So so for me, uh, it mostly comes with I agree that ultimately she does have to win. It like I feel like it's 
and as we, I think, learn more about what happened uh, with the Cabal, I'm I'm hoping this this kind of confirms this. But I feel like it's e it's easy to win initially. But like ultimately, like waging war against her, she's going to outwar you. And yeah. so the 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 fungus that you find upon the Glycon, it reminded Kaidal immediately of what had happened at the Hive invasion. Mm -hmm. Which means it's like a direct tie to the darkness, which means like, uh, you know, the hive gods are, you know, there's, they're actually a sub pyramid in the, in the hive pyramid structure, pyramid scheme with the darkness, whatever that they're worshiping at the top. Now, like confirmed because basically like I view that as a form of maybe not chemical, but like certainly like, hmm extrajudicial warfare like i feel i feel like using like a like a like a fungus that can drain your light or, or like something like that is exactly what someone whose entire mantra is all that warfare would would kind of yeah. like go to you know like almost immediately like the, she has no qualms with mustard gas she has Correct. no qualms with like with like oh like okay you're winning the fight like all right well now I get to outwar you so here you go so like I guess what I was trying to submit like is just like killing someone who feeds her tithe isn't necessarily going to hurt her in the same way like I don't feel like we can go at her the same way sure and that that's entirely a fair point uh, true true uh, we we might need to find a less traditional guardianesque way of 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 uh destroying her or um or or outright killing her um it's it's gonna be i i think it's a fair fair assumption at this point that we're probably probably not gonna be able to face her straight on i think that's a fair point to make in that that argument yeah i agree well thank you uh but but going back uh so guys like with you know circling back with with everyone uh in this case uh everyone being the uh, ahamkara mm -hmm. beyond air quotes death in the game being able to still communicate with us the extra dimensional players puppeteers to try and influence us or help to help them escape uh you know breaking the fourth wall I actually well I so I kind of wonder because there's a couple I kind of wonder what your thoughts what you, what your thoughts are on that because there's a couple characters from like comics and things that I've I've interacted with in the past like different media that kind of like tackle a similar idea but like not with reality altering consequences in all cases so I'm, I'm kind of curious to hear to hear your thoughts um Lady, lady, where are you uh, with with their ability? Like, to if they're altering, if they have the ability to alter the the reality in game, and they're trying to escape into our world, would it? Would you say it's almost kind of like the nine trying to break into the game world? Yeah. Like they don't know how to interact with it yet. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I feel like it's like that. They're like poking and seeing like where. Like, how far can we push the edge of this bubble, so to speak? And the edge of the bubble is obviously the game. While the nine are kind of the... I wouldn't say the nine are the inverse, but the nine are, you know, 
sentient dark matter, but they want to be in the physical world. Whether that's, you know, our world or, like, in-game physical, who knows? But I found another lore entry that addresses us, the player, as an Ahamkara. It's another warlock exotic. It's called a dire Ahamkara. Mm -hmm. It talks about... It's basically the... The last paragraph. It's, I came to find you, only you, because you're special. You're from somewhere real. And together we can burn our way back there. Can't we, oh player mine? It's like, oh, no, don't, don't talk to me like that. Don't get in my head. <laughs> it's really interesting. I wonder what they say to the devs. Oh, no. <laughs> Make... Oh my gosh, that'd be crazy. Buff, buff me again. Buff Skull Diorum Kara again, please. I love that exotic. Oh, I love the man. I love the ornament for it that made it look like Riven's head. My, I love that. It's my... so stupid, but I love it. I wear that on my warlock all the time. Prior Does it match to... the rest of my armor? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, prior prior to uh, Stasis coming out. I I was a young Ahamkara spine, stick shooting, uh, trip mine, throwing hunter, right? I am totally here for this. And my favorite ornament for that one, quite similarly, was uh, the one that looked like you had hooked up extra tech to it and you were like trying to like suck out the, 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 the paracausal tragic. juices. <laughs> and pump them into whatever gave you your uh, grenade back faster. <laughs> I still say it's a sad thing that we can't have two grenade charges. That would make it so viable again. <laughs> I miss my... I'm glad we can turn people into unicorns again when I do play it, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's magical. That's great. <laughs> so would you say that you wished hard enough for your... Unicorns to come back. <laughs> the yes. made, made it happen. <laughs> I feel like I feel like instead of me wishing hard enough, I feel like it was kind of like you know when Goku collects the spirit bomb, and he's got his arms up and he's trying to like he calls out to there and he's like, "Hey everybody, I've got to kill this thing, but I need <laughs> some energy." <laughs> and he collects it all. I, I feel energy. like I feel like that was all the Tripmine Hunters just sent their energy at Bungie and they were like, you need to make the unicorns come back. Beautiful. And it finally worked. Because we believed in it our spells enough. But, uh, but yeah. Um, bagels, for, uh, for you, when, uh, when the Ahamkara like talking to us directly mm -hmm. and sort of your agreement that they're prodding like the nine R into the, uh, the game world. Do you think there's any chance that there's like a vice versa happening? Like are the nine actually just like players interacting with what are like, I don't know, nine different ports in the server. <laughs> and that's why there's so like, that's why it's such a cacophony. Of what, the of what they want. Trying to DDoS us all. <laughs> oh, or or there are people trying to find exploits. They're like, why don't you know how to do this? Why can't we just do it? And like, no, they're stronger. Like, they can leave. Like, but no, you you understand. <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like if like everyone wants to blame the drifter, and there there might be some connection there, but I feel like the nine would have figured out wind trading before anyone else. <laughs> 
<laughs> the nine are just secretly disguising themselves as Blusto and Witherhorn, breaking the oh game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm jiggy with it. It's um, I, I hesitate to use the, the analogy of the nine a little bit because I don't know if they necessarily want to break into the game world. Um, specifically, I think their whole goal with creating, creating beings that exist in our world are more so as a means to assure their survival, because it seems, it comes off to me as their, their greatest fear is the lack of either, it kind of comes off like, if you don't believe in them, they don't exist sort of thing. It's, it's not, I know it's not precisely that. That's that's kind of how it, it comes off of with the nine. I I, yeah. I really want to have a moment where we all just like just like not believe of them collectively, <laughs> and that's how we get them yeah. to go away. But aren't you but believing in them simultaneously by thinking? No, no, no. no. Yes, you're you're choosing just... to to not believe in them. That's not... <laughs> you can actively stop do it. Thinking about the nine. But what about the stop just... thinking about them? Oh. Doesn't exist. That's right. But. Uh, but I, I do I do recognize that they they do um, they do seemingly have a very similar interaction like the odd card do uh, seemingly trying to break through into our our reality the the player's reality uh, and their their analogy of, of trying to break into the, the game world for their purposes of making sure that they can um, find ways to stay relevant or um, at least. Um, find ways to create connections with our world to make sure that their continued survival it it, it certainly draws a lot of parallels with the Ankara. Uh just on the basis yes. that the Ankara and the Nine would certainly do anything to assure their uh, apparent survival I would certainly yeah. say in that regard yeah I, I found the, um, the invitation of the Nine it's the f- fifth visit it's called mystery and potential and basically um it's the emissary and the nine talking and the nine are like what does it want and the emissary's like power the nines are like and the nine says like you and the emissary says no one is like them <laughs> and the nine says we don't understand and the emissary's like they have agency you would not believe they can leave this place and the nine is like this plane we can leave this plane and the emissary says, think bigger. They can leave this game. And the nine are like, we don't understand. And that's basically the gist of the that invitation. So the nine are aware that we're, you know, puppets controlling this pixels on a screen, <laughs> which is, I think that's wild. So. I love it. I don't know. Well, like string I, string theory kind of has that has that space for like if it's if it's fantasy here, it can be real somewhere else. Uh, uh, yeah. Not to get like super meta, but just like you know, with infinite universes, infinite possibilities. You know, infinite. It is possible. possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, but so is impossibility. So you could be like, no, Taylor, be your horseshit. Exactly. <laughs> but, but I kind of enjoy that. Uh, I feel I feel like Bungie being Bungie. I feel like it's sort of like solidly being applied here. It's uh, the fact that they're being mentioned here as fiction. They must exist elsewhere as reality, and they want Which to escape. Which I think would be terrifying. 
What, you don't want space dragons? I just don't get their <laughs> deal. Not space dragons that feed on collective desires of people and then... Yeah, like, what's their deal, man? Like, what is their endgame? They're just, like, what is their goal? I kind of, I, like, I kind of appreciate it from a, uh, it's like an old fantasy applied to space magic thing. They're, like, true, uh, djinns. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, like, djinns are like that because everyone treats them like shit normally. <laughs> no, I'm probably <laughs> butchering that. But, like, djinns are like that for a reason, rather than yeah. me oversimplifying. Jins are like that for a reason, whereas, like, I do not know why Ahamkara are like that. It seems like they're, like, it's like, oh, was Traveler, now Ahamkara have moved in to capitalize. Yeah. It, it kind of comes off similar to, like, the worm type of concept, the, the hive worm, in the fact mm-hmm. where they just seem to constantly have a drive to consume desire and maybe it's it's like like if they stop consuming uh, or stop stop feeding on on desire essentially they would cease to function cease to exist something along those lines it might be uh they require a constant and maybe even ever increasing amount of of desire or wishes to con- continue to uh, continue to exist, or to continue to have their powers, something along those lines. I can dig it. You know, and it's also worth noting, like, the common uh, consensus is that uh, at the end of the uh, Taken King, mm-hmm. after you defeat uh, Oryx, what you see is his worm consuming him as he crystallizes and floats off into space toward Jupiter. Or at least it's no. a very popular theory that I'm aware of. Is like yeah, no, I, I, I'm also aware of the theory. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, it's uh, be be interesting to see. Uh, I know there's been some talk about it potentially being on Titan and that sort of thing. I don't, I don't think that's actually the case there. I don't think but, that's the dragon on Titan. Yeah. Um, yeah, the dragon on Titan, I feel like it's just been revealed too often, even by the guy who put it there. It's like, no, this is just a cool thing I wanted to do with rings. Right. <laughs> this is just a cool thing I wanted to do. It's not. It's not a worm. I promise. <laughs> but yeah, certainly. Like the physics for that, like, even you know, oh, you can just say it's space magic. Like, the Titan is the literal opposite direction of where Oryx was going. Like, there's no, there's no way, there's no like. Right. It. I mean, I think that they, they could have. Wait. Instead wait. of it going into Wait, um, wait. I got it. I got it. I got it. So, when most people die, they vacate their bowels. Oh no. Maybe <laughs> when Oryx died after the crystallization and we stopped looking, he vit- evacuated and propelled himself toward Titan. <laughs> sure. Oh my god. You got to think he'd just eaten a bunch of light. Who knows what that does to your system? You've got a point there. <laughs> no, no, no. That it, is my. It's very, very fast food too. So it's uh, yeah. exactly. You, you, Just it's like Taco Bell. I think you mean quick serve, but uh, <laughs> you know he visited the cantina and had a drink with his. I'm so sorry for everyone for that such childish joke, but uh, <laughs> you all made this journey with me, and so here we are. Yeah. Here. Uh, but 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 less stupidly, 
<laughs> I would I would offer um, uh, in, in agreement. Yeah, like he he's clearly going in toward Jupiter, and what's really interesting about that is the worms are found at the center of a gas giant. I was gonna mention that. Yeah. And then it's here kind we of see goes full circle. Yeah, and then here we see one of them once again being hurtled toward one, uh, crystallizing its former host. What if that's how we get soul fire magic? We go talk to the Oryx's worm in the uh, gas. In, in Saturn. Of, of Saturn, yeah. Well, I mean, technically, Oryx is still alive somewhere in that gun we made out of his heart. Yeah, outside of yeah, outside of his worm contract, so maybe outside of his worm contract. Yeah, so maybe Savathun's trying to get in on some of that. Maybe we're gonna have a new like sneaky secret gun. You get to be a gun. You get to be a gun. Everybody's a gun. <laughs> I love, I love that. Um, uh, Lance Reddick did that little that little meme script. One fucking <laughs> gutty. <laughs> <laughs> One fucking guardian <laughs> did all this for the last six years. <laughs> Pretty much, it's like he's a great guy. But yeah, I I I just really want Soulfire subclass. Like I've been wanting that since Destiny One. Please, 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 <laughs> please, Bungie. Like there's this excellent um author on the Destiny lore subreddit, and he's and they've done like really, really long, like well thought out uh, Reddit posts about why the next subclass we're getting is Soulfire, Soul. mm -hmm. and then the one after that is Nightmare. So kind of like the Nightmare magic mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that we've seen before on the moon, and like I guess more pyramid magic. I don't know what he called it. What did he call it? Can't remember off the top of my head. I remember seeing the post. Yeah, I don't remember what he called it specifically, but I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it just makes me think his, of Starfire. His posts were like really, really well done. And let me. It just makes me think of uh, Starfire's sister from Teen Titans. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's the. Le I think this is the guy. Yeah. Yes, it's the. Oh, he called it Dark Phantom Energy. Is what he called it. I just, I don't, everything else has been, like, based somewhat in science, and, like, I'm super here for it. I don't, I don't want anyone to think I'm saying, like, no, it's not going to be that. Like, because maybe it is that, and they explain it to satisfy this question that I have. I don't get how phantom energy, like, dark energy, like, what have you, like, if that turns out, like, I'm here for it. But just, like, the phantoms. Woo! Woo! Yeah, like... Yeah, did you just, like, it, like, am I spooping the enemies, like, to death? Like, what's going on? How, like, what? Yes, basically. With something like that, it might be less so of a traditional, like, fighting encounter. And it could be, it's not completely unusual for Bungie to do puzzles. It could be a, a subclass entirely based around, like, puzzle or jumping mechanics or, um... Just something offbeat relative to what Destiny usually I am, does. I am so here for an in Crucible. I equip the subclass and like, is he parkouring? Mm -hmm. Like, and then you're yes. dead. And like, like, and why can't I shoot him? He's just on these invisible platforms. We can't see. Oh no, he's dancing. <laughs> oh no, he's dancing. <laughs> yes. 
It's no, no, he's doing the dance to summon all the other shadows. <laughs> oh, no, I'm saying, like, if it's all about oh, yeah, like no, doing think... the neutron dance, I'm totally here for it. <laughs> oh. oh no. Well, no, because what how what the guy ended up talking about is um like the nine and the pyramids and invaders in Gambit. They have that same red glow that the nightmares have. Mm-hmm. Champions have that same red reddish glow. Um. A bunch of um even he they they um added the connected point of Red Death, Crimson, and then Red Spectre, which is like the Red Death prototype back in D one. Those kind of weapons. Everything. They basically take the life from someone else and they give it to you. That's kind uh-huh. of a life force feeling type yeah. concept. They take it uh-huh. Something, yeah. something that it's, it's basically going to be very... What they were saying is it's going to probably be similar to Void, but instead of it using the light, it uses darkness. So, it like... So, like, the Void... Void subclasses that we have, but... Yeah, the Ooh, Void subclasses tend to absorb or suppress. This could be a, uh... more uh, like it takes and... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I just want Soulfire. Just give me Soulfire. Please, please, please. I, I will, like... <laughs> I will chop off my own leg. I feel pretty at this point that that's probably what's coming. We've got a lot of evidence kind of leading Pointing me in that towards direction. it, yeah. I'm still here yeah, for once, fungus. Once we get soul fire, I am never taking that off of my hunter ever again. I can, look, 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 I can dig it. I'm still here for fungus. Like, did you just Ooh. throw, did you just throw a mushroom at me? And now, like, you're my friend. And everyone, <laughs> yes. everyone is marked opposite. You can't shoot me anymore. Now you're on our team in Crucible until you die from your friends. That's beautiful. Like I'm. That's pretty funny. I never thought of. Yeah, definitely with the the glycon. That's. Yeah, I'm here fungus. for the cordyceps. I'm here for the cordyceps darkness power. But I think that is also another possibility we could have, which I like, because what the what someone did is they ended up looking at color theory. And they looked at because stasis is the is the opposite of solar. Mm-hmm. And they looked at the color, like how the color of the that represents solar. If you, I guess, I wasn't sure if it was inverting it or. Let me look again. Reddit post. Give me. Let me look. Tell me. Post. Um. I can't find it. That's not helpful. <laughs> That's both vague and unhelpful. I thought I had it saved. I love um, it. And this is my opportunity to pounce. No, I'm think, joking. I'm I think, uh, here, I think this is what you're referring to. Is this the card you're looking for? Yes, oh, bagels. Can that be our new, like, trick thing that you do? <laughs> yes, yes, this was it. This was the, the thing. Like, you pull out the lore um, card, you're like, was this your card? Yeah, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm totally, yes, that's, that's, that's the, uh, that, that might be an alternate way to gain entry to the Five Timers Cup Lounge, but secretly, no, it won't be. Yeah, for those, those listening, a Lettuce Different 5104 came up with uh, the color theory for basing the colors of the darkness subclasses based on inverses of the of the uh, light subclasses, mm-hmm. and so you kind of see the parallels. Um, if if you search it on death slash destiny, 
you'll f- you'll find it under the, under that username. Um, it's it's pretty nifty, and I I highly encourage a read through on it because it's a, it certainly has some compelling co- compelling thoughts to to yeah. lead us down this path. Yeah, because I just think it's interesting that the stasis blue is the inverse of soul of the color that they use for solar. Mm-hmm. So then he did. What is the inverse of arc? Oh, it's this color. Oh, what's the inverse of void? It's this color. Mm-hmm. And then from there, then he did more posts about going into depth of why, what soul fire would look like as a subclass, or not what it would look like as a subclass, but that sort of, um, uh, what soul fire is and what, um, so, so taking this back to earlier with, Mm-hmm. With how the crow and our previous discussion in Aldrin, when Aldrin was under the heavy influence of Riven, mm-hmm. his skin had this sort of underlay, Shimmer. like shimmering, mm-hmm. of like sort of takenness. Mm-hmm. Soul fire being an, uh, an opposite quality instead of like burning on the outside. Like, what if, what if that's kind of a preview of that, like burning on the inside? You just really want to possess people, don't you? <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I don't know, but, 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 uh, but uh, the, the way, the way he was able to, uh, to carry himself and, and, and other things, uh, I would say that that Aldrin compared to, and, and I know this is a deleted scene at this point, but compared to how you first meet him in D one, mm-hmm. when he's like impressed with you taking out, I think it was like some Fallen or like some Vex or something. Um, and then like getting mad at you and like like kind of like calling you an idiot for actually going to get the Gate Lord's eye, mm-hmm. and like ripping it out and therefore making it worthless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I feel like this guy who's able to kind of like walk his way through the prison. Uh, like gr- granted, he was let out, but like hear me out here, he's able to walk his way. Like he was able to create a situation where like Cade died. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like not influenced, but like. I, I, I feel like there there may have been more going on with that if we look at the paracausal influences going along with it. That, you know, his character, for you know, like it or not, is becoming a more and more influential thing. And if that's the next thing, I don't see why he wouldn't be the person to figure it out first. Potentially, anyway. And I just, I, I can only help but look back at his character arc as Aldrin and how at the end of his life Aldrin did have some paracausal qualities about him even if they only seemed to be superficial at the time hmm. it's it's a I'll grant you that it's an interesting thought process um I don't know it's it's hard to say exactly. I I I kind of see where you're going with it anyway. On, on that uh, that Riven's um, Riven was essentially like almost partially taking him, um, and that that certainly would have granted a paracausal aspect to his to his being at that point. Um, I, I I think that's kind of what you're leading leaning towards anyway. Is that uh... you're you're 
picking up what I'm putting down. At least, at least, uh, yeah. Like I, I, I might, I might uh, be a nitpicker and uh, and finer tune it. But yeah, you got the broad strokes. Yeah. I'm just trying to... For the purposes of our conversation here. Basically, sure. uh, uh, it, it, maybe if I can explain it another way. What what I'm sort of considering is the exposure, his body, because it's still the same body, mm-hmm. has had previously, is potentially what will lead him to discovering like soul fire or whatever it ends up being called. Okay. So because his body was exposed to that ability already, mm-hmm. he might be able to harness it mm-hmm. in, in a later later event. Because it's I literally still the same body. It's sure. not like us who was a skeleton. It was literally the same body. I don't think Rigor had sent in. <laughs> yeah. Do, do we actually know how long his body sat there? I don't and, think there's any... I don't think there's any, like actual timetable about it there really isn't a timetable but we do know it was before we killed riven that he was rest because if you look at the cutscene, you can the dream everything in the dreaming city looks like super clean there's no curse sure and good point good point so i'm thinking it was was really it's meant to be in that pretty relatively recently i I wouldn't say recent close to Uh, his uh, death very close afterwards, yeah, that would make sense to me. Instead of his body just, you know, sitting there decomposing for a little bit. No. I was gonna say, like any, 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 like actual scientists and people who would know about this. I, I believe Rigor could have still said it at that point. I want to concede <laughs> that ahead of time. I was being a total. Unless the par- paracausal uh, effect of ribbon keeps still... you limber, even after oh, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Take your energy. It'll keep your lumber. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me the new snake oil. <laughs> I really want. I really want instead of the reflection of us in the darkness. I really want it to change into like some homage to the Macho Man. <laughs> I really, I really want that because honestly, I can't oh, think. I'm saying like bone size ready. Like I really can't think of any uh, of anyone who would be. Who would be better to make me think? Maybe the darkness isn't so bad. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe I just had to you know snap it to a slim gym. <laughs> this whole time. Is that how the darkness gets in you? Is that why it was in you all along? Yes. <laughs> it was in us all along. Like five minutes after Res, like, hey, you want to snap into a slim gym? Sure. Six years later, the darkness has been in you this whole time. <laughs> oh dang! I didn't realize it was a trap. Yeah, cannon. Set up ever. <laughs> cannon. You should have had Admiral Akbar as your ghost. He would have known. He would have. Known. That's why he should have been in command. Okay. Well, I'm really hyped for it. Uh, you know, maybe maybe taking this back a little a little more full circle the. The idea that lingering effects in universe based on even minor interaction, like through your dreams of Ahamkara, lending back to the idea that them reaching out to us through lore, I mean, it's kind of on brand, at least for what they're able to do in game. 
that's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I I would definitely agree that that's a manifestation of themselves in the real world, even if it's a manifestation within our own minds. It's still still a function of our quote-unquote reality. Oh, God. What if Bungie tried to mindfuck us and remove those entries and be like, no, those were never entries. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Like, that's never been, like, look at the API, that's not there. But then there's a record of it that you have that you recorded from the API, but then they go back and show you a picture of the API, like, no, this was the API back then, and that was never in there. And then you're like, well, what the fuck? (laughs) I would... That would... Yeah, maybe maybe they... Make the internet explode. (laughs) They would. Yeah, did we all vibrate from the universe where it was in the API? Like, what happened? <laughs> that would be the meanest April Fool's joke they could ever pull off it. Dude, Bungie, if you do this, if you do this, I would just like an emblem in recognition of I'm pretty sure this was my idea at this point. I've, I'm just saying, you can do it. I'm not, I just please an emblem. No matter what platforms into infinitum, I would like the emblem to come with me. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, Bungie could definitely build off the whole Ahamkara's trying to break into our reality sort of thing by doing like a, like a ARG, I think that's what they're called. Yeah, yeah, like Owl Sector. They haven't done one since Owl Sector that I'm aware of. No, they did have, I mean, not like one that involved the whole community. They did have the um, Collector's Edition puzzles. Well, that's true, yeah. But those are like more, I guess, smaller puzzles, I guess. It's not like involving everyone in the whole community. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. That would be pretty awesome. Or like, yeah, like, uh, what I really loved about Owl Sector, it was, it was more about you having an account in some way and just accessing the out-of-game resource and then working through it that way. I think having more of that stuff is more, more stuff out-of-game that might lead you to something in-game, I think is... Definitely. Yeah, it's a super cool thing that I feel like games have done, but not enough games like still do. You know what I mean? Um, the infinite, uh, infinite forest with uh, Saint fourteen. That, that was, was a great one. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, like that. Yeah, that something like that. Like that was, that was crazy. That was super crazy. <laughs> that hex map. I contributed yeah. to that. I was a good boy. I did too. I helped. I, I helped insane. and made um, icons from all of the symbols, and I posted sure. those on Twitter. I was like, "If anyone needs these here," and everyone was like, "Thank you." And I was like, "All I did was I just took screenshots of the things and then cut out the things." I mean, I didn't. I don't think I really did anything. Except your thanks. <laughs> yeah. No, that was that was that that was um. That that's very cool and that's very in line with what I, with what I'm thinking, Bags. Uh, yeah, I would I would say that being in game in in its own way is like in its own right is in some ways a lot more rewarding. Yeah, I just like not not to discount how much fun that was because that was a lot of fun. I'm thinking more of like the out of game stuff where they like tease what's to come. And you're able to do mm, yeah. stuff like in extra media that might lead you to some sort of reward, or even maybe maybe just like some understanding in game later. Like that's sort of what I'm pining for here. Sure, 
and I, I get that. Yeah, I was I was just using that as an example for something similar. Oh yeah, uh, that I, that they could certainly build off of or create. Uh, I would like it yeah. if it's something that's not necessarily math based because I'm dyscalculic yeah. and that just like I feel like I'm out before I start. Bungie do like their math. They do like <laughs> their maths. I'm just saying, like one word problem. Give me a limerick, something. <laughs> I guess they kind of tried that with um, uh, Black Armory with the Niobe Labs. Niobe Labs, yes, I loved that. You guys don't understand. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ada is like one of my favorite characters in the game. I just think Ooh. she's great. I just <laughs> love her story and everything. And so, I wasn't there. I wasn't. I was like still sleeping. And one of the one of the only times where I like overslept. And um, my girlfriend, she like spammed me with messages saying, "Honey, you need to read the the state of the game thing that Bungie posted. You need to read it right now." And I'm like, uh, "Oh, okay, okay why?" And I'm like, I'm like what, "What's going on?" She said, "Ada." And I'm like. Why didn't you start with that? Grab my phone, open the thing, scroll, see Ada, read the thing. Oh my god, Ada's coming back. I was so happy. I'm just, I don't even care that she's coming back to the transmog person. I don't even care. She's awesome. She's a fashionista now. I love it. Yo, yo, yo. All I'm saying is Ava and Ada are about to have it out. When Grandma Ava sees this new, this this new purveyor of fashion in the tower, yes, I feel like there's gonna be some devil eyes raised and just be like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> What's funny though is um, Eva Levante and Ada have actually met before. Um, it was in one of the dawning. Um, yeah. War pieces where they worked together on like the dawning decorations. It was super cute. It was this, was a- this was Ada's like first official dawning. And she's I can hear. What is this? What this? What this? There's magic in what the do? air. What's this? Pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I'm just really happy that Ada's coming back because I love the black armor stuff. Like I don't think you. I've done. The Niobe Labs twice. I got the Izanagi's Burden, did the entire quest twice. Because I deleted my Titan and remade my Titan and gave, like, there's the one of the face paints that's like the upside down U. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. did that, made my Exo, like, black, uh, and then white symbol, blue eyes. Basically, she's a black armory. Exo. Sure. <laughs> oh, man. So you have. Yeah, you did. If you can, if you can somehow get a fish in there and like <laughs> a, a butterfly, head, like a, and, and just like do like a palm emote, like I think you'll yes. have everything in one photo somehow. Pretty much, yeah. Have my ghost, have the butterfly thing, have my ghost Ooh. out with the little butterfly one, and then yeah. Well, no, that's what I'm so I'm so excited about transmog is because like. The look I have for my EXO is all black armory, but it's like part of it is sunset, so sad mm-hmm. face. And then I'm just so happy they're bringing transmog. That's like literally my only thing I'm more happy. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I... The crucible changes and the trials changes and a lot of the other changes are very good. But for me, fashion is 
I want to look. I want to look cool as I kill people. <laughs> I I gotta say I I'm so lucky. Uh, my my current look is all previous ornaments, one way or another. Uh, so I'm lucky. That's for how that. it is for my. Um... But, oh, I I can dig it. Uh, I'm sorry. What were you saying? That's how it is for my war. My warlock is pretty much all um, you know a mix and match of the Dreaming City raid armor. Well, it's basically all Dreaming City raid armor except the chest plate. I'm wearing one of the um, dawning chest plates. All that with the um, Dreaming Spectrum shader. Oh yeah, that'd be nifty. It looks really nice. That's that's right. pretty much been my warlock's look pretty much forever. As soon as I got that chest, I'm like, well, this is my look now. Forever. Can't change it. <laughs> I like it. Like, I can dig it. Yeah. I can dig it. So, so uh, my, my, my current look uh, can, can be saved. Could have been used in perpetuity. But a lot of my armor was about to be sunset after this season. Uh, but not anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they, yeah, they announced um, no more sunsetting, which I think yeah. is good. Dude, I I worked real hard for these stats. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no. I mean, like that's how I I felt more like sunsetting weapons. I get because you know we're close mountaintop. Those were a little broken, but armor armor I think is different because yeah, like getting those specific stat distributions on that specific piece of armor, that's crazy. That's like so difficult to get. I'm I'm so glad that they are backing out on sunsetting. Just on the basis that they weren't creating enough water to fill out the the need for stuff they were taking away exactly yeah. and and so even from the argument of of them not of them just sunsetting weapons they needed to create more weapons if they were going to do that and so I I think they were creating more themselves than they needed to um, in in the long run yeah. and this way they can make more content hopefully instead of focusing on having mm-hmm. create a whole lot of a whole lot of guns they can. They can yeah, certainly no, make more guns or introduce new pools and that sort of stuff. And that'll be fantastic. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to this from the perspective. It's, it shouldn't tie them down time-wise time wise as much as sunsetting probably eventually would have necessitated. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just excited. Mm-hmm. I just want next season to come right now. I mean, don't get me wrong, this season, super cool. Mm-hmm. I love it. I just want next season because Ada. <laughs> and then my titan will literally just stand there and just keep doing the heart emotes. All the blasts and emotes, and, uh, uh, Ada. That's that's all we need. <laughs> Pretty much. That's the vaults of glass, transmog, Ada. Yeah. Right, what if I'm what set. if Ada I'm comes set. back with a new chassis? <sighs> don't say that. Sacrilege, I, just, I think, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's sacrilege. How could you say such a thing that Ada comes? Uh, that's I not. Mean, that's I've not... seen a lot of fan art of her like looking all like fashionistas. You know, her wearing sunglasses. Yep. <laughs> Or like looking all I'm cool saying. like that, I think be cool. She was on a I'm vacation for the past. She literally went on I'm vacation. Saying. I'm saying, what if she comes back with a brand new chassis? She just comes back all super cool and like you didn't know she like, had alternate looks this whole time. She did. She can just swap out body parts whenever she feels She's like. like Hold on, I need to swap. I need to swap my look here. I feel like her look <laughs> did seem a lot more modular than other exos. I always thought. True. Yeah. It seemed a lot more like, oh, let me just click this off. And now I've got <laughs> yeah. a new arm. All right, this is great. I've got drill arm now. I'm going to drill. It's very Mega Man-y. Kind of reminds yeah. me of X- X- Machina. The, yeah, the definitely. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely the kind of vibe I got. 
I can dig it. I can dig it. Well, well, guys, I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of at a point where I'm ready to give some some final scores. Sure. What What do you think? Uh -oh. Final yeah. scores. Uh oh, you're gonna rate my my crackpot theory. Well, you get, <laughs> you, you get to rate it first. You get to rate it first. Well, uh, um, I get to rate my own theory. Okay. Or uh, yeah, you know that's how it goes. So like in terms in terms of because just because you have the theory doesn't mean you necessarily arrive at it being you know like plausible, right? So um and and you don't have to go first because we're we're trying this new stupid. Theory program <laughs> where we have a range that we decide yeah. on at each at at each interval that we've we've only used a couple times, but I'm, I'm going to throw it out again. So, on a scale from like Millhouse from The Simpsons, which is like the least plausible because he's <laughs> the dud, all the way. <coughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> All the way to uh all the way to like I'm going to use horror films as all the way to the ring because before you die that's what you see. You see the ring. <laughs> so we're going to see the Amkar. That's what I'm saying, about... like, to like, like, total plausibility, and you can make up wherever it falls in between that spectrum for you. Bagels, where do you rate this one? Uh, personally, I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna hit kind of, kind of in the middle somewhere, kind of, oh, uh, kind of like the neutral people from, from Futurama. Yeah, that's what we're on with. I'll tell your know. wife you said hello. <laughs> That's what I'm sticking with. Um, so I I do believe that Bungie's probably making fourth fourth wall breaking references with with the Amkara to an extent, but I have to raise some caution with it, just on the basis that those lore entries you can read them in multiple different lights um, yes. and, and certainly see basically whatever you want to see. And I know the fan base goes wild whenever there's a fourth fourth wall. Fourth wall break, fourth, kind of the alarm goes off, and everybody just goes goes nuts. Um, so you yes. have to take it with a little bit of caution with these, and they could they could literally mean things that are, apply within the game itself. Uh, so specifically, like the clause of Amkara, the the biggest one, we are not photons on your screen. Uh, that that could literally point to like a picture on a tablet in game, more or less. Yeah. So no, no, you have a point there. You just got to raise a little bit of caution when you make these references. References now, I, I think that Bungie definitely put these in here for, like, essentially a double entendre. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're they're gonna throw this out there just so the fan base nuts and everybody worked up sort of. Thing. But uh, I I have to just throw out the uh, the cooling bit, uh, just cool the jets moment, just a little bit to. Um, be, but uh, I, I think there's plenty of evidence that points to the Amkara trying to break out of something. Uh, and I mean, they mentioned prisons multiple times, and it certainly makes sense that they would be trying to break into our reality via us, the players. Um, and I, I can certainly get behind that as a solid theory, and there's, there's evidence to back it up.
So, um, yeah, that's that's my thought process. But you, Lucy. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. How about you, Lucy? Oh man, I don't really know like what scale to put it. Um... <laughs> you can make it up. You can make it up. That's the beauty of it. So we put it from one extreme to the other, and you get to pick your favorite uh, reference or your own spin on it. I still love the uh, the reference. Terminator Sunderashes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Maybe my favorite you one. You guys are funny. Yeah. Um, oh, oh no, that is that is all to uh that is all to our good friend Edson. Uh, yes, that all was to our thing. good friend yeah. Edson, yeah, I did think about it for a second. That was Edson when he was on here. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, TVBR. <laughs> I don't know. I mean I def I don't know how to rate. It. I mean, like, I kind of think I think first that it's more of a fourth wall break than them talking to us, the player. But that's just because that's just how I read it. And like you said, Bagel, a lot of people are very much when they see a fourth wall reference, they're like, all the alarms go off, and they're like, we do, we do, we do. Oh no, oh no, what's happening? So like. I War feel were like declared. The are definitely more talking. <laughs> like they might be talking to us. They might be talking up to like to the guardian. We don't really know. It's I guess it's up. Like I said, like you said, it's up to the reader's discretion. Oh, reader mind. Yeah. <laughs> and then, gosh darn it. That's what I'm saying. When they when they say player. I'm like, unless there's some like something I don't know about the Guardian in game or like some other characters like about their ability to play. A la early nineties movies starring Bill Dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh I, I I am not aware of what else that could mean. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. Part of me is like, yes, but part of me is also like, maybe. So I think I'm leaning more towards the, nah, it seems plausible. It's plausible, but I don't know if it's necessarily the truth, I guess. If that makes any sense. I can dig it. It sounds like you landed maybe somewhere in like... Maybe, maybe, maybe not quite as neutral as the neutral people <laughs> that that bagels has fallen into the camp of, but maybe you're like yes. in between bagels. Yeah, maybe you're and... like some kind of Boba Fett. Yes. Who doesn't? <laughs> he's not really with the Empire or the you're, Huts you're or the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like for whichever side coerces you with the most amount of money. Wait, what? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, but you also can't be digested, so. Exactly. You've got that going for you. Which I'm sure is nice. Anyway, um, <laughs> I've got... I've got... For me, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it... You know what? I got. I got to give it... 89 <laughs> I gotta give it 89 Wanda Maximoffs 89 because... Wanda Maximoffs That's... yeah because yes. because I tell you what 89 was it, 
Yeah, uh, 89 is the appropriate number. Not quite 90%, not quite 100%. But the fact that like they can bend reality and they can do that stuff in the story makes it all on brand. So yes. it, it's one of those things that you just kind of land at the place where you're like, well, what makes you think they haven't? Maybe yeah. that's how people found out the exploit. Well, just sure. Ahamkara whispers. <laughs> no, just, just leave and come back. Don't worry. <laughs> Your card will be fine, O oh player mine. <laughs> so that's 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 where I'm at. I'm at eighty nine Wanda Maximoffs. Eighty nine Wanda Maximoffs. That's right. That's great. <laughs> um, lady. Yes. Thank you so much for being our guest. No problem. Again, uh, always, always welcome on the show. Super, super psyched to have you here. Um, if in in the off chance that people are listening to you for the first time, where can they find you? Where can they find me? That's an excellent question. <laughs> I'm on Twitter with the same name, Lady Lucida. Um. I also have an Instagram account. I don't really post anything on it. A lot of it is just Destiny screenshots. I'm like, ooh, pretty. But that's about it. And then, um... Yeah, that's basically it. I have Twitter. I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, do you got any shoutouts? Shoutouts? Ooh. Uh... Shoutouts. Shoutout to, um... I guess this is gonna sound dumb, but uh, it's my girlfriend because we finally um, I got the rocket launcher from the deepest on oh, Nice. Oh, I hate you. Forty-five <laughs> clears. You don't understand. I I'm hate. I understand. Oh, you're in the same boat. I'm so. Not sorry. anymore. You're in the boat. Who's got it? <laughs> I know. I feel so bad. I just really wanted. To st I don't. I don't care about the title. I just want the little seal pins that you can get. I'm not gonna like bought a code, but it's like not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> I was earning it myself. Yeah, no, that was I could have been descendant so long ago. Ah, uh, you literally are in the draw. same. No, I no, just, you're just, no, I'm just, not. You've got it now. I mean, you, you were you in left the same. this boat. I was in the same boat. Yeah, you left you this will boat. Get it, I promise. I am just here stranded. Have you done it three times this week already? Uh, not. Not luckily enough, but I've done it a bunch. I've done it. I did do it at least one time this week. Uh, okay, at least you've done it once. Yeah, what I do is once I get to the boss, I swap to a different character, and then we just do it three times, and then I cry. Oof. I literally got it, and I literally just stood there. That would like, have been smart. I should, I should have thought of that, but I don't play on all three of my characters because Titans uh, and Warlocks that's... is boo-boo. Titan Warlocks and Boo-Boos, yeah. I'm more of an all-arounder. I mean, I play Hunter. Mm -hmm. I only play Hunter the most right now is because I want the Trials armor, but Trials got cancelled, so... Cancelled real hard. Real hard, until they fix wind trading, which I'm not really sure. How are they gonna fix that? No one knows! <laughs> not even the mystery much. box! <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as long as there is an exploit, people are going to exploit it, for sure. I feel Pretty like much. someone's always going to find a way to do something. Yeah, especially when the, the it's hard enough to break in uh, it's such an event as Charles is right now. 
that's certainly not helping matters. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate still. Yep, yep. Oft. Oft. But, yeah, no, I, I, I both am jealous and hate you. I'm sorry. For I'm your sorry. eyes of tomorrow, no. It's okay, it's okay. No. At least you, you, you don't hate me. You'll probably hate my friend Scooty more. He's done the raid, I think, less than 20 times, and he's gotten the rocket 50% of them. I only oh, hope I only hope he falls down. <laughs> I hope he falls down. No, it's like, okay. I don't hope, so like, bad. actual harm. I just hope he looks dumb and has to fall. He looks dumb and has to fall. Like, he's not one of the people that picks it up and immediately films himself uh, dismantling it for everybody. <laughs> no, it's mean... not that mean. <laughs> Ooh, that mean. I bet he flaunts it. I bet he's like, hey, do you all want here? Let me send it to your character. Oops, I sent it to my other character. <laughs> no, basically, um, what's so funny is I'm pretty sure he has enough eyes of tomorrow to put one on every character. Have each ghost have its own personal eyes of tomorrow. Attach one to each sparrow. So a sparrow has Yeah, a yeah, no, I hope he falls down. Just flat. Yeah, it's it's so stupid. Just flat. It makes me so mad. Like I hope he falls down and you know, maybe like skins his knee. That's funny. Yeah, and so he's gotta be like ah for like way longer than he had hoped. You know, because he's got to be places, I'm sure, with all his eyes of tomorrow. Man about town. Yes. <laughs> but, yes. but yeah, no, I'm both jealous and hate you all. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, with that, Begs, you got any shoutouts? <laughs> yeah, uh, I just want to give a shout out to 5104 again for the reference on the. Uh, the darkness subclass color theories, because that's fa that's a fantastic read, and I, I welcome everybody to go down that rabbit hole. Or her. Or her. Yeah. Uh, because those those are uh, those are fantastic to read into, and I, I think they're definitely on the, the right track. It might not be exactly what Bungie has up their sleeves, but um, that that sort of that sort of theorization and just it takes a lot of time and effort to put in, into that. So, and a larger, larger shout out to just um, contact creators like that in general who do a deep dive on just this is why, like like history posts where people dive yeah. into relations to like Greek and Roman mythology, and this is how it pertains to to destiny as a whole and its mythology. If those types of posts are fantastic, love reading into. Them. Um, so keep it up, guys. You're fantastic, and know that it is reading. I can Hi. dig it. I can dig it. Well, all right, all right. Um, you know, my 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 uh, shout out is going to be. Uh, you know, I got a couple. I think uh, for, all, for all my people here in DC who uh, entered some sort of lockdown or stay-at-home state uh, this weekend under worries for what one photo alleged to be hilariously just four people showing up with misinformation. I'm, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> shout out to all of us who just, like, kind of, like, hunkered down and stayed put just in Casey. Sure. Uh, uh, that that can be that can be definitely trying. Um, also, greater shout out though. It's it it is Women's History Month, and 
yeah, I want to get. I want to give a shout out to uh, to all the uh, women uh, creators in game content and and all that. And and like a further shout out, like you know, I, I haven't said it in a while, but that didn't make it stop being true. Trans women are women. Yeah. Trans people are people. And so I'm gonna put that out there too. Like yeah. Um, anyone who tells you differently, uh, you know, just is wrong. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> I can say that very flatly. Uh, feel free to at me if you want me to explain why, or at least like link you to people who can say it much more eloquently than I probably will. But anyway, that's that's what I got to kick this off. Um, while while it's on my mind, uh, you know, being lucky enough to be uh, partnered with a very successful and awesome woman here in our uh, first home to uh, first home uh, period as owners uh, to, together. Uh, made it extra on my mind uh so i'm glad i'm glad i got to feel yeah so yeah that, that's my shout outs and i'm sticking to it thank you yeah so with that everyone hey stay safe out there. there there's a lot of uh of uh shit continuing to go down in the world and i know not everyone who as i look at our statistics uh who is kind enough to listen to our shows in a place that is 100% safe so everyone please stay safe uh, we, we want you here back next week and um, whether you're listening to us or not so <laughs> uh, yeah stay safe uh, we'll see you next time bye bye toodles that's the end of this week's topic but be sure to check out our past and future episodes on Spotify iTunes and Podbean if you have any questions about this week's topic, want to discuss Destiny Lore with us, or if you just feel like reaching out to us, you can find us on Twitter at SpinfoilTheory, or you can email us via SpinfoilTheory at gmail.com. Thanks for listening! The Lore Network.